Welcome to the King's Church Amersham podcast. For more information and resources, go to www.kca.church. Anniversary of becoming a Christian on 27th of September coming up. So um, I'm hopefully doing slightly better than I did in the first week. But um, <laughs> So we're looking at um, prayers through the Bible, and um, I've chosen this morning to look at the prayer of Jabez, which is in 1 Chronicles, chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. Um, so far, we've looked at De- Deborah, Hannah, and David, um, and I've chosen this one. It's a short prayer, um, and I hope that it will keep us uh, encouraged and will provide us some helpful guidelines in the week ahead. I'm always very conscious that people come to sermons or come to church with very different circumstances, don't we? Some of us will be in a great mood this morning for whatever reason. Some of us will be in an okay mood. Some of us may be in a bad mood. Some of us may be fearful. Some of us may be at peace. So I hope that through the prayer of Jabez, there'll be something for um, everybody. If you've ever tried to read 1 Chronicles, the book of 1 Chronicles, the first nine chapters are rather hard work. Um, And the reason is, is it's just a list of names, uh, and actually often quite difficult names to pronunciate. So you've really got to be committed to get through the first nine chapters. And then there's a moment of relief about halfway through in chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, when it stops. And it's a bit like... If we were to do a roll call of everybody in this church, and there's David, and there's John, there's Brian, there's Sarah, there's Claire, there's, and the list goes on and on and on, and suddenly it stops, ah, and then there was David. I'll choose David because there's a farmer who's David here. I don't know if he's here today. It's James is here. Ah, we want to hear something about farmer David or farmer Jabez because there's something important that happened to him. So you go through this whole list of 500 plus names in the first nine chapters and we stop midway and we get these two verses on Jabez. It's a little interlude, a welcome breather. So here's, here's what happens in verse 9 and 10. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Just got my watch there to make sure I don't overrun. Apparently, Paul said this has got an electric shock in that you get after 14 minutes so that... (laughs) So if I speed up very quickly towards the end... um, so there's two verses, there's not much to go on here, is there? It's not like we know all about Acts and the new church, and we've got four books on Jesus, and we know about Paul, and we know about David, and we know about the early church fathers, but this chap just pops up from nowhere in this huge long list, two verses, and then disappears again. So we have limited facts, um, uh, and we know limited facts about him in verse 9, and we see his prayer in verse 10, a prayer that God listened to and he answered favorably. So what do we know about Jabez from this one verse in verse 9? 
Well, firstly, because of where it's positioned in the book, it says we know he's a descendant of Judah, which is one of the 12 tribes of Israel. And they live just south of modern-day Jerusalem. It included the area of Bethlehem. So he lived somewhere around that area. The next thing we know is really interesting is that he caused his mother a lot of pain in childbirth. And I hear you ladies saying, which child didn't cause their mother a lot of pain in childbirth? But it's obviously so significant. It was so significant. His name, Jabez, means he causes pain. Now, I have to ask, what mother does that to their child? <laughs> Put a name on them to give them a permanent reminder of how bad it was bringing them into the world. Well, I'm not going to speculate on that this morning, but um, it probably you know, played upon um, Jabez's mind. I, I had a nickname when I was a small boy. I'm not going to tell it to you, actually, because it's too embarrassing. But it, at the age of seven, my mum used this nickname in a supermarket, and it was, I think it was the first time I ever got angry with her, certainly in public. I said, will you stop calling me? And then X, I'm a boy and I'm seven years old. So I have a little bit of experience about what it's like to be given a name that you're not too fond of. The next thing we know, the third fact, is he was probably a farmer. This is a bit of speculation. The, the trouble is when you get limited verses, there, there are things we know and there are things that we have to speculate and interpret. Um, but probably because of where he was and the culture of that time, he was a farmer. And he asks for more territory, which probably is more land. So let's put him, for the sake of this sermon, in as a farmer. And the other thing that um, we learn is that he was more honorable than his brothers. Now, if his four brothers or five brothers were very dishonorable and he was marginally better, that's not a great credit, is it? But it sounds like he was a good man. He's described as honorable. So we've got a good man here who's been singled out amongst 500 people. And we're, 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 we're encouraged to read and listen to his prayer. One of the things that's great about this prayer is it's short and sweet. It's very, very specific. It's easy to remember. And it's easy for us to identify with. We... We know the words, but again, we don't know the intonation of how Jabez prayed these prayers. Was he very humble and timid and, Lord, bless me and enlarge my territory and, oh, Lord, you know, really help me and let your hand be with me? Was it humble like that? Or his fists in the air, was he hollering, Lord, bless me, extend my territory? We don't know. There's an exclamation in Mark in there in the prayer, so... Maybe it's the latter more than the former, but we can't be sure if it was timid and humble or loud, bold and confident. What we do know is that he prayed it and God listened to him and God answered his prayer in the way that he wanted, which is a great encouragement to us. It's always a great encouragement when we hear of people who've had prayers answered in the way we wanted uh, Paul shared a while back, sometimes the answer to the prayers we have is no, and we have to get used to that. Sometimes it's yes. This is a story of a yes answered prayer, which is encouraging. So let's have a look at the four parts of his prayer. The first part, oh, that you would bless me, he says, oh, that you would bless me. So on first reading, you think, oh, that sounds a bit of a greedy, selfish prayer. But actually, 
Which one of us hasn't prayed, if we're honest, Lord, bless me. I need your blessing, Lord. And we're assuming Jabez is an honorable man, so hopefully he's, he's asking not just for himself, but there are reasons for wanting to be blessed. What is he asking for when he wants to be blessed? Well, if, if we look at the blessing of God, there are different ways we could look at it, but I've chosen to say this, that we're asking God to impart something of his supernatural goodness and nature and power and love into, into our lives. So when I say, Lord, bless me, it means I need a bit of you, Lord. I can do this by myself, but I need a bit of you. I want your impartation. I want a bit of heaven to come down. I want the Holy Spirit's power to help me in this situation, which is why maybe Jabez shouted, Lord, bless me. I need your blessing. I want your blessing. So I like this prayer, actually, to start with. I like Jabez's prayer. I, I could do with a bit of blessing here in late August in 2021. So I can identify with Jabez's first prayer. The second request is enlarge my territory. So as I said, maybe he was a farmer looking for more land, probably to grow his business. Maybe he saw other farmers not doing good stuff with their land and he thought I could do better and um, I want to enlarge my business. The context of the prayer is unknown but for the purposes of here I'm going to look at it as blessing at work. So Jabez wants prayer with his, to, to help with his work and as I was preparing this, I thought, hmm, Lord I'd like a little bit of help with my work actually, that's quite a good prayer. In fact, there's quite a few things at work. I'd like quite a lot of your help, really. So I thought, I like Jabez's prayer. This is good. This is, I'm going to get a blessing, and I need some help at work, and he's asking for God to enlarge his territory. One of the things that I do from, for my basket of work is I'm a trustee of a charity called TLG, which some of you will know because we run some of their programs. And one of the things we have is a property company which buys offices, renovates them, and rents those out to people, and it generates income for the charity. When COVID came, we were in a very difficult situation, very worried that our tenants would all leave, we'd have a big overhead, we wouldn't be able to match it. So we got together with trustees and the executive team, and we prayed and asked for God's blessing and, and wisdom on what to do. And... We have a lady who runs this division called Michelle, and she is an amazing woman. And we had our, um, our uh, board meeting, and she was full of excitement because although the offices were down at 50%, 60% utilization in serviced offices, she was coming to report a 98% capacity in one office, 99 in the other. And we just got this big tenant. And we said, Michelle, that's wonderful. And she said, I said, what did you do? How did you find all these tenants? She said, I prayed, Andrew. I prayed. I said, yeah, but what else did you do? No, I prayed. We needed God's help, and I prayed. And not only just her, her whole team prayed, actually. And at the end of it, we said, well, look, we're sure you did your part as well. I did a little bit, she said, but I prayed, and God blessed us. And I was just really encouraged that that was a Jabez-type prayer. You know, I need help in my work and Michelle was a great example of that but we have jobs that are paid for don't we we have jobs that are unpaid for there's lots of jobs that are done in this church that are not paid for but as we think about our job 
what is your job? Well, one of my jobs is to be a good husband. Now, Marion nearly scribbled on this note here. Yes, please. Can you all pray for this? No. But to, to, to be a good husband, that's one of my jobs. And if you're a husband, it's one of your jobs. If you're a wife, it's to be a good wife. I'm a father of two boys. One of my jobs is to be a good father. That's one of the things. My boys are in their 20s now. I'm a first-time parent of a 20-somethinger. That's new experience for me. I need to be a good father to those boys. I'm a brother. I have three sisters, two brothers. I need to be a good brother to my family. I'm a friend to people. How can I be a good friend? These are jobs that I have. I was a son or a daughter. I was a son before my um, mother and father died. I have jobs in the church that I do like this. And in all of these jobs, just like Jabez cried out for help, I need help. And we need help, don't we? I know I've said this before. I'm a much better husband when I'm close to the Lord. And I have third-party evidence who will testify to that. You know, and that's why we need the Lord in every aspect of what we do in our lives. And that's what Jabez is praying here. I need help, Lord. And I think, yes, Lord, I'd like help in all these areas to do too. Why leave anything out? Why leave anything out? Why leave any area out? I can do some of these things by myself, but it's much better when we bring the Lord in. Just conscious of the time, so I'm going to speed up. Request three, let your hand be with me. Let your hand be with me. You know, we're all going to face things this week. I like this bit of the prayer because Jabez says he recognizes his dependency on God and he wants God to be with him. If you think of a little picture of a child with their mum or dad when they're a little bit worried, they're, they're holding on rock solid, aren't they? They want dad's hand or mum's hand to be with them, to give them that security. And Jabez is praying this. Let your hand be with me, Lord. I'm far more confident. I'm far more effective. I'm far more useful. I'm far more impactful. I'm far happier when I know Dad is with me. I feel secure in that place. And some of the situations we're going to face this week will have to do. Maybe you're going to a hospital visit this week. Let the Lord, hand of the Lord be with you in that. Maybe you have a big project at work. Your team aren't performing. Your client's unhappy. Your boss is unhappy. And you've got a big meeting. Lord, let your hand be with me. Maybe you're terrified that your marriage is not where it should be. It may even be falling apart. And you want to do something about that. Lord, let your hand be with me. Maybe you're going on a walking weekend with friends and it's going to be brilliant. Lord, let your hand be with me. Let me see all the beauty around. Maybe you're old and your body is failing and you're exhausted and you're fearful of death. Lord, let your hand be with me. Maybe you're worried about your children. Maybe they're in a right mess and they keep upsetting you and you're worried about their future. Lord, let, me, let your hand be with me in my job as a parent. This prayer of Jabez, let your hand be with me, reminds us that we need God with us in every situation. And the final bit of Jabez's prayer, which is really lovely because it really appeals to me, Keep me free from harm so I will be free from pain. Now, which one of us enjoys harm and pain? Now, we know the Lord says we have to take up our cross and follow him. But bottom line is we don't want harm to come to us or our loved ones. And we don't want to be in pain. A friend of ours 
has got a terrible back problem that's just recently come on and he's in agony and he's bent up double. It's exhausting, it's tiring, it's painful. It's, he, he, he can't sleep at night. It's really, really bad. Pain is not good. Lord, keep me from harm so I will be free from pain. Now we know that Christians suffer pain. But we also know on this occasion, at this point, Jabez prayed this and God granted his request to keep him from harm. So as we face this week, and we go into this week, you know all the situations you're going to face. Some joyful, some okay, some difficult, some challenging. But we can be encouraged by the prayer of Jabez. God blessed him, God enlarged his territory, God's hand was with him, and God kept him from harm and free from pain. Can I promise you that all of those things will happen to you if you pray the prayer of Jabez? No, I can't. I'm really sorry. Can I say it's worth a go? <laughs> Absolutely, definitely. Now, there was a book in closing just before the electric shock strikes. There was a book 10 years ago or so by a man called Bruce Wilkinson who spent most of his ministry preaching on the prayer of Jabez. And in his book, he's got stories of people who prayed this prayer regularly. And his encouragement to us is to pray this prayer for 30 days. And he says, just see what will happen when you pray this prayer for 30 days. And I'd like to go one further than this and say, pray that for 30 days, but also pray it for someone else you love. Someone you know who needs a little bit of God's hand in their life, a little bit of that impartation. So it may be, I'll be David the farmer, David, if you're here, you're not here, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And maybe pick a friend. Oh Lord, that you would bless John and enlarge his territory. Let your hand be with him and keep him from harm and keep him from pain. The Lord says that we are to love others as well as ourselves. This prayer of Jabez, today we're dealing with about getting blessed and recharged and having God on our side. It's always a springboard to help others. So I'm just going to close in prayer now and pray the prayer of Jabez over all of us, including myself, that we will know the impartation and blessing of God in our life and his hand with us. Perhaps we could stand if you can't stand, that's fine, but if you would like to stand. Father God, thank you for this passage and these two short verses on Jabez. And thank you for what it teaches us. And Lord, we want to copy his prayer now. Lord, that you would bless us as individuals and as a body. That you would enlarge our territory. Lord, that your hand would be with us in all that we do next week and in the days and weeks and months. And Lord, keep us from harm. And Thank you for listening. For further podcasts or information, go to www.kca.church.